Hi everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next free online business assessment, enabling you to pinpoint what your business needs you to fix next. Business tips to help you level up and scale up. Hi everyone, I'm Simon of Sterling Coaching and welcome to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by my first guest from Las Vegas, Molly Ann Luna. And Molly Ann is from Legacy Leaders Academy. Good to have you as a guest on the podcast. Welcome. Oh, Simon, thank you so much for having me. As you know, I'm crazy passionate about helping people identify their monetizable expertise and turn it into passive income online. So I'm I'm really excited to, and I love coffee, so let's not forget that, oh. but I'm very excited to be here to share with you and your audience today. Great. And and you've, you've really led us straight into the first question um, about drinking coffee. But before we, we answer that question of what coffee we're drinking today, just tell the listeners a little bit more about what you do. You gave us a little bit of a sort of headline there, but just tell us a little bit more about what you do. Yeah, so I am an online business strategist who helps people use intelligent online marketing strategies so that they can work smarter and not harder. And um, I'm you know, a former U.S. Army veteran and a former financial advisor who kicked corporate to the curb. And you know, now I've, I've kind of cracked the code, so to speak, on how to work a fraction of the time and more than double my income. And now I'm crazy passionate about helping other people figure out how to do that as well. Well. Great. And you know, for the listeners, you can't see obviously Molly Ann on the video here, but I can. And I can tell you, uh, she certainly doesn't fit the stereotypical of one veteran and two financial advisor and financial planner. So uh, yeah, thank you for breaking the mold of that. <laughs> uh, and of course, you love coffee. So tell us a little bit about the coffee that you're drinking today and, and why. Yeah, because coffee's delicious. I'm a busy mom of two and I need that extra kick or I think I need anyway, that extra kick to to yeah. get up and be able to chase the kiddos around plus serve my incredible clients across the world um, with my online business. But today I'm drinking Seattle's Best Post Alley. I'm a huge fan of the dark roast, um, but I also like it a little sweet and a little creamy. So uh, yeah, usually about two cups in the morning and I'm ready to rock. So when you say creamy, how, mm -hmm. how do you take that cream? Is it just standard cream? Do you like to you know, mix it up a little bit? Just tell us a little bit more about how you drink it. Yeah. So I, I love, I use stevia, try to keep back on my sugar. So two stevias. Yep. And this morning, I think I used um, a caramel almond creamer. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I've just, uh, listeners probably not told you this before, but I've just purchased a, a, a big one liter bottle of caramel syrup and uh, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of putting syrups in coffee, but one of the listeners encouraged me to to give it a go, and I think it's salted caramel actually. But I'm just addicted to it. You know, I've got this pump thing that I I bought from it. You know, and you know, two pumps of that in a big uh, mug of coffee, and that's that's me done. So it's great to uh, to hear you take your coffee as well too, Molly Ann. Gotta love that caramel. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned. Um, the, the dark roast, is there any particular area of the world that you prefer beans from? Are you a connoisseur or is it just, no, the darker, the better? Um, the darker, the better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's there's been quite a lot of people that have talked about Ethiopian beans, and I, I'm like you. Yeah, I, I'd like to read the box, but as soon as I've read the box, it's a bit like when somebody tells me that they take two sugars in their coffee. As soon as I've walked away, I've forgotten how many sugars they wanted. <laughs> and when I read the box with the location of the bean and the roast, I read it and then I've forgotten about it. So I don't know, <laughs> listeners, if you're the same. So is is there a particular favourite coffee? Is there a particular time of year that perhaps a certain coffee comes out or a particular meal or an event where perhaps you have your favourite coffee or just a favourite one altogether? Um, I just... Um... I like to try them from, from all over. Traveling is like one of my most favorite things to do, but currently right. in this cultural climate that we have amongst COVID, it's not possible. So I get to take my little trips through my various different coffee types. Yeah. Um, so I, I do love that. But my favorite thing to do is actually just have a nice hot cup of coffee first thing in the morning. And it, and if I can get the kids settled in with breakfast, I just sit down with my husband and have a nice conversation. Um, in fact, we'd actually launched um, a YouTube channel uh, series for a while. It was called Coffee with Mojo. My name's Molly Ann, oh. Javon. So it was Coffee with Mojo. And it was all about uh, personal and professional development over a hot cup of coffee. So that's my favorite way to take it. Just like we're doing here today, Simon, yeah, yeah. is just have a nice hot cup of coffee and a really good conversation with someone as incredible as you. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and your husband loves coffee too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're both um, military veterans and I feel like it's just, it kind of becomes the MO like I'm working all hours of the day. Yeah. Like the one small luxury you get when you're out in the field uh, is you know, the occasional hot cup of coffee. So yeah, we've become quite addicted. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very jealous. Yeah. My, my wife is not a coffee fan at all. She'll oh. have a short mocha if we go out and she'll have one of those from Starbucks. Good, good thing is she's a Starbucks fan, but okay. she's, she's not a coffee fan generally. So unfortunately yeah, I spend most of my time drinking my coffee on my own. So mm -hmm. uh, apart from when I'm on no, not with guests like this. We are here exactly. together, Simon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So thinking about the, the business, and obviously you've got quite a, a depth and range of, I suppose, lifestyles that you've had to do with your business, you know, veteran, financial, and, and now the online business. What's been the latest or most significant thing that you have worked on or fixed in your own business? Yeah, great question. So business is just always evolving. If you're not in a place of, of willingness to evolve and grow, then you're not growing, right? So yep. um, I think, you know, the, the area that I specialize in and I teach my clients to do is building out their marketing sales funnel or um, what's often referred to as their evergreen money generating machine. And okay. so I'm constantly finding myself, um, you know, testing and tweaking and re-strategizing the ways of going about um, finding new prospective clients and nurturing them and bringing great value and then eventually welcome, welcoming them into my paid offers inside of the Legacy Leaders Academy. So um, I think the most recent project as far as my in my own personal business in building out my marketing sales funnel has been actually pivoting from uh, podcasting, which I do have a podcast called the yeah. online business clinic, uh, but also now taking it to video and growing my uh, YouTube channel has been my, my most recent focus. 
Yeah. And how has that shift been to video then in YouTube? Because you know, I've struggled. I've always done videos and I've always put them on YouTube, but the podcast certainly seems to have gathered more momentum. How's that shift been going from podcast to YouTube? Oh, that's so wonderful that you're gaining that momentum there. So the shift actually has been, well, it's, I don't want to say simple because it, it does take another level, right? You mm. know, podcast is so great. If you, the first, you know, 52 episodes or so of my show, the online business clinic, it's all audio. And yeah. that's great. Cause you don't have to show up with hair and makeup, <laughs> you know, you can just kind of roll out of bed and just bring the value. And that's amazing. And so pivoting into going and doing video takes a little bit more strategy. I've, I've actually hired a post-production team to help me so that we can get it published correctly online and then also be able to distribute it to the podcast show and various other social media platforms as well. Uh, but what I have found is that by I've always loved to do video. I had just originally chose podcasting because busy mom, <laughs> yep. two young children. It's not always easy to, to find quiet time, but podcasts, you can go sit in the car in the garage. <laughs> you can yeah, record yeah. an episode. Um, so the logistics have been a little bit more challenging, but yeah. um, the outcome has been so great. So I will continue to make my video first and then publish it to podcasting. Correct. You, you mentioned when you were talking there, and I love the, the phrase you use, and I want to get you to repeat it if you, if you can, but you mentioned evergreen. So you said evergreen money. Was it generating machine? machine. Generating machine. Yeah, I knew I'd written that down wrong. Generating machine. Tell the listeners what you mean by evergreen, because that's something that I hear when it comes to a lot of marketing, when we think about webinars. It always seems to feel like a repeat. It feels like something that's, almost a replay. What, what do you mean by evergreen? And, and, you know, what can the listeners take away from that? Well, when it comes to content marketing, which is yeah. what we do with podcasting or with creating YouTube videos, it's about choosing a topic of interest that will stand the test of time. So um, for example, in my show that I did with my husband, Coffee with Mojo, we're talking about mindset mastery, personal and professional development. And if you go back and look at some of the greatest works, I see you've got a lot of your books. I've read most of those books behind you yep. as well. Um, you know, you, you go back, you know, one of my favorite is uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, written <laughs> like over 100 years ago. Those core concepts still ring true today. So, yeah you know, talking about in, in, in my current show, the online business clinic, I share, yes, kind of what's happening in the world of online marketing, but specifically staying grounded in core elements of what it takes to find new prospective clients and to nurture them, to attract them, to then be able to sell yourself, your products or your services to them. Because again, those um, core elements don't necessarily change over yeah, the yeah. decades. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting you say that. So what we're looking at then is not something that is just create it once and repeat it over and over and over again. It's making sure that our content and you know, our, our money generating machine is as relevant today as it's going to be in the future. As you say, with Napoleon Hill's book, it's that it's the relevance rather than just the rinse and repeat process that many people confuse evergreen with, I think. Right. Yeah, that's true. So just another quick example. One of the first businesses I built was a health and wellness business. 
And so some of that initial content that I had created, well, I don't know, like a decade ago, that's not changing while there's trends that happen, let's say in the health and wellness, you know, about adding um, butter to your coffee or doing the ketogenic diet. There are these trends and these fads and things, but things like how to do a basic squat. Well, we're not, our physiology is not changing. So that type of content is considered evergreen, meaning it will, it will last the test of time. I don't know if I said that right, but (laughs) no, no, absolutely spot on. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely spot on. So how has it been for you since this this shift from uh, more audio to more video? Then you've told us the process in which you've gone through, but how have the outcomes, how have the results been different? Yeah, so the results have been different in that, um, well, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure that the, the results are different because what I want to say is like what I love about podcasting and audio is so great. I don't think there's anything more intimate than popping in some earbuds and then in hearing, um, Mm. listening to someone. So like in this day and age, you know, whether they are just your virtual mentor, your actual mentor, like having them in your ear, telling you what to do and and walking you through a transformation, like audio is so powerful thing that video has been able to do. It's just been able to allow me to become a better visual storyteller and also use, you know, visual aid to help kind of drive home the points of, of what it takes to really start scale and skyrocket a thriving online business. Yeah. And I think that's really important. What you've said there, Molly Ann, about the, the way that you've expanded the storytelling, isn't it? Because, you know, we were talking before, the recording started about audiobooks, and I love listening to audiobooks and all the ones behind me that the listeners can't see are all reference books that I've listened to the audio and I, I, I use the hard copies reference. But video, I suppose, has given you a platform where you can expand that storytelling so mm-hmm. that you create more of a picture, more visual aids, as, as you said there. What kind of visual aids would you recommend that listeners think about or that you use in your business that have worked really well? Any sort of top tips from from that point of view that you can use in video? Well, when it comes to adding, you know, visual aids and, and telling a story um, in in the, the frame of um, of business, right? Or or any sort of any sort of movement you're trying to make, even just in this show, for example, where you've got somebody who's tuning in and you're wanting to provide some value and and not just to inspire them or to motivate them to take an action, but to actually help guide them on a full transformation. I think it's absolutely powerful, whether it's done in audio or it's done in in video, is to help them to imagine what's possible, to show them, okay, this might be where you are right now, stressed out, overworked, frustrated, you know, tired of going to the nine to five gig. And what you really want is a sense of lifestyle freedom, but even more than that, you know, financial freedom to be able to work Mm. half the time, but be able to double, triple or quadruple your income. So I tend to infuse a lot of imagery that shows my my audience what's possible for them when they use the the business systems and strategies uh, that I can help them click into place for their own lives. Yeah. And I think that for me as well, always reminds me of the fairy tale movies, isn't it? You know, when we watch a fairy tale movie, it's because we can imagine the the transformation at the end. And I think that's where Shrek 
for me was always one of my favorite movies because it was the complete different transformation to what you thought was going to happen. We thought he was going to turn into the prince and it was the other way around, wasn't it? And so, yeah, we're always looking for that transformation. So that's a great tip to look at those transformational images. I love that. So before you share with the listeners something that they can take away, something that they can learn from today, tell us a little bit about how the listeners can connect with with you and you know, what kind of content can people take from you? Yes. So I share things in, in mindset mastery, business development, and personal development. I personally believe that um, whether you are a nine to fiver who mm. is, is working for someone else, or you are an entrepreneur who's setting out to do your own thing, um, it all starts for you to achieve the level of wealth, success, happiness that you want to have. It all starts by first mastering your inner game, mastering okay. your mindset so you can go out and you can live and leave your legacy. Yeah. And how you do that? Well, I am, I'm a strategist by nature. And so I'm the type of person that gives step by step, step one, step two, step three. Yep. This is how you get from where you are, stressed out, overworked, struggling, um, you know, displeased with your current lifestyle. And this is how you get to where you want to go. A sense of freedom, um, a sense of, not just a sense, but uh, lifestyle and financial freedom, which is what I also call true wealth being yeah. able to do what you want when you want with whom you want and yeah. um and not choice. having to, choice very yes much more articulate good job simon yeah. yes <laughs> choice <laughs> yeah. so where do people where's the best way that people can find this um these steps that you gave you know um do people find you on a website linkedin social media platforms, YouTube channel. We've got to get your address of a YouTube channel and the podcast. So tell us a little bit more about how we can find you and connect with you. So my podcast is called Online Business Clinic mm -hmm. and the YouTube channel is Molly and Luna. So if you just, just go to YouTube, search for Molly and Luna, you'll find all of my, my video content there. Great, amazing. And how long has a YouTube channel been going? Well... <laughs> That is a tricky question. Um, I actually started with video content creation back in 2012 when I'd first kicked corporate to the curb and set out to build my first business, okay. a health and wellness business. Yep. Um, and, and then I kind of, I didn't stop creating video content, but I just kind of got shiny object syndrome, so to speak, and kind of bounced <laughs> yep. around on various platforms. And then only just um, a mere six months ago was like, what am I doing? YouTube is a powerful search engine that can provide amazing value answering some of people's biggest questions. Um, so I've only just pivoted back to YouTube in the last um, six months, but I have hundreds of videos on that channel right now. Great. That and, and I think that's, that's, a, that's a good way of explaining it. So hundreds of videos. Uh, so search for Molly Ann, which is M O Luna L U N A. Yeah. Go on YouTube, search for that, and uh, find Molly Ann's channel and, yeah, digest that content. So, giving the listeners something to do, giving them something to take action on, because, you know, um, goals without actions are just dreams. So, what, what can people do something with? What can you give people to take away from today's 
podcast and you know we really do appreciate the time in giving the listeners these tips so uh, what, what can they take away yeah i think that um you know my my biggest thing is that i i just want people to um tap back into what I call the truth of who you are, which is a divine creator. Mm. And whether you are currently satisfied or dissatisfied with your life, I'm here to tell you that you created it. (laughs) And the good news is that because you've created that, you have the power to create something different if you so choose. So I just want to remind you that, um, if there's something that's kind of stirring up inside of you and you're, you're having a curiosity around it, give yourself permission to follow that curiosity. Um, before hitting uh, record on this interview, Simon and I were chatting and he'd shared with me that he had this spark of inspiration to start this show. And, you know, he gave himself permission to follow that curiosity. And because of doing that, he's been connecting with incredible people all across the world, mm. multiple times a week. And it just can be such a powerful and transformational experience. So I want to encourage you to be someone that allows yourself to follow your curiosity. Also, even if you hated school growing up, um, those that, in my opinion, those that are most satisfied, that, that really are living a life of true wealth are individuals who have a mindset or take on embody the sense of being a scholar, someone who asks really great questions and who is not afraid to go out there and to seek the answers, whether it's through video content or it's through podcasts or audiobooks, giving yourself permission to, to seek out those answers that you have curiosity and questions around. And then um, I've got a couple more for you here, but I'll try to keep it short. In my experience of helping my legacy leaders build true wealth, lifestyle and financial freedom, It comes by being of service first. So find something you're curious about and then ask yourself, how can I share this with other people and how can I serve them on an even greater level? I believe that true, true happiness comes from growth and contribution. And so it starts with first personal growth. understanding who you are and what it is you're wanting for and not being afraid to go after those things. And then, of course, sharing your findings, your journey, your answers with others. And between that growth and that contribution, happiness happens. And by being so generous and by being of service to others, the financial gain comes as well. Yeah, I think Richard Branson has got one of my favorite quotes. And he says, you know, have fun and the money will come. That's great. Yeah. And uh, I love I, I love the way as well, listeners, you probably picked up on it there, the way that Molly Ann talked about uh, being a scholar, because I think for many of us, we feel that learning and studying is hard work. And being a scholar is not always about the hard work. It's not about the studying. It's about going out there. It's about asking the right questions. As you said, Molly Ann, you know, sometimes it's that inquisitive, that curiosity that makes such a great scholar. I mean, some of the best inventions of the world have come from curiosity, not from sitting down and studying what somebody else did. They're mm-hmm. about that curiosity. So I love that. I've written that down and have that permission to follow that curiosity. I think that's a great, amazing thing that you've shared with us today. So I really appreciate that. So just to remind the listeners um, that the, the business name is Legacy 
Leaders Academy? You can find me on all social media or my website. Everything is yep. at Molly and Luna. Okay. Um, my, I do have an academy. It's called the Legacy Leaders Academy. And a legacy yep. leader is somebody who is not going to settle who wants to become the best of who they can become and to to go out there and to build something that will last beyond their life, something that they can pass down to their future generations. Um, and so, yeah, my, my academy where I have my paid courses and services is the Legacy yeah. Leaders Academy. Perfect. Yep. And search for Molly and Luna. Great. Mm -hmm. Listeners, um, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to have Molly Ann on the podcast. I wish... Um, that you could see the energy and the light that shines out from Molly Ann. Uh, I know that you've sensed it in the conversation and the enthusiasm uh, that she's got here about, you know, evolving, not evolving is not, not growing and, you know, getting that evergreen money generating machine and having that permission to follow your curiosity and be a great scholar of the world of the universe by following that curiosity. Thank you very much for giving your time today, Molly Ann. And thank you very much for being a guest. It's been an absolute pleasure and a joy to have you on today's podcast. My pleasure, Simon. Thank you so much for the good work you're doing in the world and for inviting me to be a part of it. Great. And we've got one last question. Mm -hmm. If you were to have your next coffee in a dream location, where would that dream location be? Try to create a picture for us. So if I could have my next coffee in a dream location, it would be on a sunny summer evening in Paris, France, on top of the Eiffel Tower with a nice, hot, creamy and sweet cup of coffee with the love of my life, Javon Luna. And we would just be watching the sunset together. Amazing. Well, well listeners, I'm sure you've conjured a picture of that. I've never been to the top of the Eiffel Tower. I've been around the bottom, but never been to the top. So uh, uh, I look forward to that. And thank you listeners for being on today's podcast, which is part of my mission to help businesses around the globe be better aware, better educated. We've taken, taken some great awareness, some great education today. And of course, we've had an amazing talk about coffee and enthusiasm for coffee too. And I look forward to having you all on the next podcast. Bye for now. <laughs>